1: Now let's get this party
0: started You're listening to Fox Sports Radio
2: I had a few But not that many Uh, That gives me good and plenty Juicy fruit Uh, Uh, fruit. Yeah, come on Yeah, juicy Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, Juicy Juicy fruit. fruit uh damn juicy uh come on damn
0: yeah <laughs> um uh, oh man what a show uh two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio and it's, it's really you that's, that's railroading
2: everything I mean, <laughs> when jonas knocks i can't you. believe you would disrupt my read what are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. If you missed it, go check out the podcast. Yeah. You'll hear Jonas disrupt my read. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to hit me with the show. silky and then, <laughs> then start saying other things.
0: Well, by the way, we are doing this show live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. By the way, uh, see what's going on over here? You know what time it is.
2: It's lead to lap time.
0: Nah, nah, nah. You know what time it is.
2: Soft hand, lotion, rubbing hand. Lotion Boy. time, baby. That's what I'm talking It
1: rubs the lotion on its skin. It does <laughs> this whenever it's told. I don't know why you have to announce this to everyone.
0: I just want everybody to know. you know, you got to paint the picture. Is. so weird, you gotta man. you got to paint the
2: See picture. what time it is. <laughs> yeah. I pull out my little lotion container. Really, 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 like really, Like, just really, when we really, start really to have,
1: like, good flow going, you know, something weird like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's cold out here. Hands are dry.
2: And why you got on a, a silver ring on your thumb? I don't know. It ain't that
0: cold, man. I, I don't know. All right. Um, all right, so. It's not important to. Let's, uh, it's cold in Chicago, no a, doubt about little it. little-ass lotion bottle. But, um, well, travel's easy. It's hmm. my travel lotion. Okay.
2: You know? I needed it for my legs, and you didn't have
0: enough for me. Yeah. Which is, I, I think preposterous that you don't have enough lotion in that bottle for your legs. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't make that work. Uh, like it's, only
2: my ankles. I would have okay. only been able to get the ankles uh, unashy. But,
0: um, right. Well, listen, I'm, I just <laughs> and I'll leave that alone. Yeah. Uh, bas- especially yeah. based on the content earlier, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah. Two hours straight is no good. We've been uh, talking a lot about coaches and movement in the world of college football and also the NFL. Nick Saban retires. Pete Carroll retires. uh, Mike Rabel gets fired. Like There's a lot of uh, decisions that are happening here. Bill Belichick still waiting and seeing what's going on with Belichick. But One team made a decision yesterday. The Chicago Bears made a decision. They're going to stay with Matt Eberflus as their head coach, but they announced multiple firings on the offensive staff. Most notably, Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator uh who Tony Romo's name he could not pronounce uh, during the Sunday <laughs> call of the game for some reason but nonetheless Luke how Getzy's, was he pronouncing it I think it was I think he called him gutsy or it was like it was something to where he had to go back and clarify it that he knew the name of the OC and then he called uh Braxton Jones I think he called him Brandon Jones uh the tackle like there was a, all yeah. sorts of stuff that happened there but Matt Eberflus is staying around in Chicago. And General Manager Ryan Poles discussed why the move was made to retain Eberflus yesterday
2: when you go through hard times and you can keep everyone together to me that's like the critical piece in a market like this that like, you have to be strong i mean if he's jumping off the boat and everyone else starts jumping off the boat it's a hot mess so the stability was a big piece of it um the detail that he coaches with, taking some of the mistakes from the game bringing them to practice and making sure that we're doing things the right way i saw a lot of progress in that there's a reason why we went from three to seven wins there are the player aspect of it is important but also the detail and bringing the team to together through those hard times allowed us to push through and, and you saw a lot of those ones happening towards the back end of the season it's not for him I really don't think that's the case I think it starts to crumble everyone starts to do their own thing so to me that was a, a critical piece in this
0: so that was Ryan Poles the general manager uh, discussing the situation with Matt Eberflus now um, so that- what does that mean for Justin
2: Fields you're bringing the coach back and the GM sounds so good about what he's talking about with the coach What is that I mean, you gotta assume that has something to do with with Justin Fields, right?
1: Yeah, I also think there's been offensive improvement from last year to this year since Getz has been calling plays, and I think you've seen Justin Fields' improvement. Now, some of that might have to do with the fact that they did get DJ Moore, and they've improved the offensive line play uh, and defense, for that matter. But who they hire as their next OC? Is he coming in accepting Justin Fields as as the quarterback, or is he coming he in
2: his own thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and like how that's viewed, you know, is he a part of the plan? Does he get any say or discussion? Because if I was an OC and Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus are like, yeah, we want you to come in and call plays, I'm like, well, what do you doing know at quarterback? Am, am I working with Justin Fields or is it going to be a rookie? And they're like, yeah, you know, we'll figure that out. It's like, well, uh, I don't know if I how I feel about that. So
2: yeah, so you don't see both as a win-win situation. I know we got breaking news, but uh, we got breaking yeah, news. We, breaking we really news. needs to get to this.
0: Uh oh. Breaking news from Fox Sports.
1: Yep. All right. uh, This being reported by Adam Schefter and Mike Reese, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to part ways today after 24 seasons together and six
2: Super Bowl titles. Don't you feel like famous people are dying? Like I know it's pretty morbid, but, man, it's just like I feel like I this isn't like, the, like this is this a Black me, Monday though. It just makes you, know? you feel like it's like, man, like all these legendary coaches just quick, like boom, 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 boom. Like Bang bang. They come in threes. Sheesh is that's well, that's three Kills right there. Carol Saban, 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 Belichick, yeah. All done. I mean, but that was quicker. That was a quick three. Don't, aren't you supposed to like expect three within like a week, a month, or something like that? This is like what, 24 hours? Yeah. They're all in their 70s, though. You know, it's like you kind of. Hey, I'm going to tell you straight like this. What's up? If they did a movie with Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, and some god dang, uh, who was the third one? Nick Saban. Yeah. That would be the most watched seniors vacation. Like, y- y'all remember the movie Cocoon? Like, imagine putting oh, Cocoon geez. on steroids.
1: I was thinking Grumpy Old Men.
2: But grumpy just, Old Men. Come yeah, on, man. That would be a dope-ass movie. I'm telling you. Those <laughs> three personalities yeah. in a movie would be total comedic freaking brilliance, man. I'm telling you. Think about it. Like, just think about it. I do appreciate oh
1: we hear the news of Bill Belichick to add to Pete Carroll and Nick Saban and the first thing we're thinking about is a
2: remake of Grumpy Old Man. Yeah, it's like, with
0: it's these like, three coaches. Like not the I'm seven here. national titles yeah. or eight or, Super Bowls or whatever yeah. they got together. But that's or seven. but
2: can you imagine the 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 discussions of coaching, the discussion of players. Think about the players they've coached. Think about the experiences they've had. Would you not be enthralled by listening to them talk s to one another about what a season represented and how that looked I mean I, I, I don't mean, know did Belichick he didn't coach college did he so no. imagine well, I
0: think was he an assistant with was he at the Naval Academy yes he
2: was he, I think yeah. he was at the Naval Academy I think that's where he started out his, his dad coached there or something yeah, like that he was that with, it was with Baltimore
0: with the Colts um all,
2: all I know is imagine like being able to say yeah uh, hey bill sit this conversation out did, you know actually you know no, never at the college level?
1: L- looking through it, he first started with the Baltimore Colts as a special assistant in 1975.
2: Okay. There's a, there's a connection to the Naval he, Academy. His dad. Yeah. He yeah. went dad. to
1: Wesleyan, but his dad was at Annapolis. That's okay. where he was. That's, yeah. what That's why uh,
0: him and Lee Corso are close, because Corso coached there.
2: All I know is, imagine... Pete and and Nick saying, yeah, uh sit this conversation out a uh, goat of NFL like you know what I mean like the conversations that them dudes would have with their accolades and their accomplishments. I mean, who could have that type of conversation?
0: It's um it's kind of wild when you think all the success that they've had and all three are moving on in different directions. And I almost get the sense that if you had to bet on somebody who's going to be staying around, it's going to be Belichick. Like he's mm. he's going to find an opportunity, I would think, somewhere else. And now the Patriots are going to look, you know, Mike Rabel obviously makes a lot of sense because he's got connections there. But it does feel like Belichick's do gonna Belichick
2: every other night now, man. Just enjoy it. Like you're you're a goat. You're a goat of goats. I don't like th- I, just they're... enjoy, just enjoy the 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 shame walk. I think I think <laughs> and Now you a
0: guy just had your shirt off. You can. <laughs> You can't have it all off. And he's got his eyes. <laughs> I'm here to go. He's got his eyes on the all-time wins record. <laughs> and think? Yeah, and I, and I think he's going to be looking around for an opportunity to try and get that done somewhere else. Some people have, have said, you know, what about the Chargers? The connection with the L.A. Chargers could be a possibility. But him and Saban are, are really close, and to see they them are. walk away within hours apart of each other is kind of wild.
2: You know, Q said earlier, maybe Pete Carroll isn't built that way. You know what it made me start thinking now that I'm oh, talking about? You, you know, when you said, I said Pete Carroll should just enjoy being in the building and not having to do anything. Oh, he's not wired that Wire, way. Wired, wired yeah. that way. Built about, uh, I mean, I, you know, I feel. I, he, same, he, same. He, he,
1: he wants to compete, dude. You know, like everything he does, he wants to compete.
2: It's, it makes you think about at their age, like how what happens when coaches wired that way don't coach. Like, it could go one or two ways. And I think we both know what those two ways are. Like when man, when Joe, when Joe went out from coaching, he was out of here quick. Like some coaches, that keeps them alive. Like yeah. competing and doing those things and getting up and and being stimulated that way. It keeps keeps cats alive, man. And then some cats enjoy it. I mean. You know, Bobby Bowden enjoyed being out of the game for a long time. I know it's Coach Spurrier; he's been enjoying being out of the game for you know for a while now. I mean, some guys really enjoy golfing and and motivational speeches and going and visiting campuses and or Man. visiting teams. Some guys like so, it. So,
1: so let me go back to Jonas's point though about the wins. So, Bill Belichick has three hundred and two wins right now, which means he's twenty six behind tying Don Shula. Don Shula. And he's 16 behind George Hollis. Now, the interesting thing in my mind is he's, what, 71 years old? Yeah. You know, how much longer can you, will you, coach? But I would say, think about how the NFL is now. You need three more seasons, probably four, to assure yourself he gets over Shula. Because three, you're saying he has to go nine and eight three years in a row and he gets it, right? I think the most interesting part is Andy Reid's 65, and he's he's at 258. Mm. I mean, if, if Andy Reid coaches for what
2: five I don't more know, years?
1: Six? I I was gonna say five, the average. I mean, that gets him let's say they average ten wins per year of that span, right?
2: That's fifty wins.
1: Well, that's over three hundred, though. Mm-hmm. So you're getting over three Like, and then think about if they got it some years, maybe maybe they go 14 wins, maybe some years they go twelve. Like that number creeps up where all of a sudden Andy Reid could very easily be somewhere in striking distance two of that. So I I find it really fascinating if the motivation is, you know, ultimately going and coaching and having the most wins all time, he's going to have to coach till he's 75. I I think to assure himself he will get past that number. And if, and the problem is, is if Andy Reid coaches till he's 75, I mean, that's 10 more years. If they average somewhere around nine, to, I mean, he's he's easily going to go past that number. So it could it could be a record that he's shooting for and he's able to accomplish, but maybe it doesn't stand depending on what Andy Reid and Patrick Holmes end up doing in Kansas City.
0: Uh, one, of the, I saw a story out that part of the motivation for Belichick is he's not a he wasn't a fan of Don Shula and some comments Shula made about whether it was Spygate or whatever else came along with it, but. That's why he really wants an opportunity to break the record. Whether or not he gets the opportunity, who knows. But what's what's kind of crazy... Lavar? you came into the league in 2000, right? Yeah. Seemed like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when Belichick took the Patriots job. That's I a long-ass time, yeah. man. Like a long-ass time of of success at the highest level. We're never going to see this again. Ever. No. A quarter century he... of that much consistency? We're never seeing it again.
1: I, I, I was just going to say, like, that is it kind of changes the definition of dynasty. Like when people try to throw that around and people have tried to use that, that term or title with the chiefs, I'm like, wait, wait a second. I mean, they've, they've had a really good run, but you're talking about a team that since bill Belichick took over has not won the AFC East. And basically there's been some realignments and so forth, but has not won the AFC East. I think of that, what, 20 some years, What is it, six, seven times?
0: Oh, I mean. mean,
1: 19, how is it, is it 18 times, whatever uh, it is? Six,
0: I'm showing six.
1: So six separate times they haven't, they didn't win
0: it. Yeah, six or seven. Uh, There was like a 19-year stretch where they finished first all but two years. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: It's ridiculous. (laughs) Wow. I mean,
1: the crazy (laughs) thing we talked about, Pete Carroll, they went to, out of the 14 years he was in Seattle, they went to the playoffs 10 times. Bill Belichick's got very the obviously better numbers than that in regards to the playoff runs he's had. And obviously everyone's gonna to point to the you know, the the time with Tom Brady, and that success. But it, it's just you'll never you're never gonna see a run like what Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots were able to do in the AFC East, in the AFC and that run of, of Super Bowls, championships, and just success. You will never see that again. And I think the one thing that got highlighted this year and their struggles that stood out to me is even when there was all this speculation that this day was going to come, Bill Belichick continued to remain focused on each week and every week focusing on the task at hand. Like, I think that's the one thing that I I, I've taken from all the assistants, whether it's Charlie Weiss Romeo Cronell, Eric Mangini, Josh McDaniels, any of the assistants that I played for that I was around, is they really wanted to eliminate distractions. But I think the more positive way or the other way of looking at it is they demanded extreme focus on the task at hand right in front of you. They never want you to look out further than the next game. And, and I know it sounds—you know, we're on to Cincinnati, it becomes like a punchline. But the truth of the matter is that's how Bill Belichick was able to operate for so long, so successfully, and get Tom Brady and those Patriots teams and everyone else that was involved to be that successful, in my opinion. They never allowed, or seldom allowed, whatever distractions were going on in the locker room, with the coaching staff, with some of those big personalities outside of it, they never allowed that stuff to interrupt their focus on winning and that, that devotion to the team and winning. That was their singular focus, and I think they were better than that than anyone else in the history of sports during that period of time.
0: That's a crazy run, man. A hell of a run for Bill Belichick. Uh, The breaking news that just came down a short time ago, as uh, Eddie Garcia pointed out earlier here a few moments ago from the TireRack.com studios. After 24 seasons, Bill Belichick and the Patriots mutually agreed to part way, so New England will be on the market for a new head coach, and now we wait to see what the plan is for Bill Belichick, the greatest to ever do it, chasing Don Shula in wins, but more Super Bowls than any coach in the history of the league. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports. Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. We're going to have more on this situation including there's a narrative out there, a discussion involving Tom Brady that when you think about it, it doesn't make total sense. We'll have that for you. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our 2-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Over-Promised with Covino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Show me love that's not nice Sam love like this before oh,
2: oh, you know who this is
0: singing I, I, I know miss. why Sam's playing it why I haven't why had a love me? like this before how we open the show oh, it's oh, disrespectful. where are you
2: going with this where are you going with this it's disrespectful I think
0: Cause you. It you is two pros this? and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. So coming up in less than 20 minutes from now, we are going to have a fun little time here on the show. A fun little game, uh, to celebrate wild card teams in the NFL playoffs. We'll get into that for you again, coming up about 20 minutes from now here on FSR, but the big breaking news in the world of sports just went down a short time ago. If you're just tuning in, Bill Belichick and the new England Patriots have agreed to mutually part ways. Uh, they had discussions reportedly all week long, starting on Monday about the direction of the organization, uh, uh, everything was on the table, including him returning to the organization, but they decided since they couldn't come to a common ground, they were gonna move their separate ways. So now Belichick is on the open market and the Patriots on the market looking for a head coach. I mean it it's if it, I know Vrabel would be an ideal candidate for them. Is there a better option for Vrabel on the table than going back to the New England Patriots? He didn't leave there on great terms, you know. When they decided to move on from him, he was very vocal about being upset with them moving on from him. I know they want Vrabel, but is that the ideal spot for Mike Vrabel if he would decide to choose so?
1: Yeah, I guess the the better way of asking is, would, would Vrabel want to go back to New England? Yeah, like does he want the job? And by the way, is it even potentially his? You know, Rod Mayo is who supposedly they've been grooming for that potential transition from Belichick to the next coach. So um, there there's that potential too, which I would assume at a minimum, he'll get a chance to interview if not a chance to be the head coach. Um, But as far as variable goes, I I think he's going to be one of the more sought after coaches for a variety of reasons. I I would say though, too, you've got such a unique group of coaches out there. I, I mean, clearly Bill Belichick's at the top of the list. If, if you have an opening right now and you don't call Bill Belichick, now knowing that they're parting ways, to at least bring him in, interview him, pick his brain, see how he sees things, sees what he would ideally want and how he'd want to run your organization as the head coach, maybe general manager as well, then you you honestly, like, are you're just running a business and you're not even trying to necessarily, you're not trying to win a Super Bowl. Like that, that There should be news that every single team with an opening is calling Bill Belichick to see if they want him to be their head coach. And if they're not, every single fan base of one of those teams and you don't hear that, you, you just don't even buy season tickets. Stop watching because they're not trying to win if they're not trying to at least pick the brain of the greatest head coach of all time, in my opinion. So... It's gonna start with Belichick. Harbaugh's a really interesting candidate into that mix, depending on what franchise wants him. And then I think Vrabel is the next one you're gonna look at because of I think, you know, one, his track record of success at times, you know, throughout his time at Tennessee. But also like just where I think players are at now and getting players to play for you, which is you know, sounds like it's it's cliche, but it's true. And they they do that in Tennessee. Like those guys love Vrabel. Anyone who plays for him loves him. And so I think there's something to be said for that. And with the right roster, right team, you know, I, I think you get a team that's going to be able to go win a bunch of football games and have a shot at winning a Super Bowl. So you know, as far as where, he, where that fits into New England, I, I don't know. I think the better way of discussing this is probably how you would go about ranking the opportunities or the jobs that are open. I mean, is that the better way of looking at it?
0: Yeah,
2: somewhat.
1: I uh, mean, w- which ones would you guys say is the number one?
2: Chargers. I, I I don't know that uh, that to be true. They got the quarterback. I don't know that to be all They're in true. cap hell though. I, yeah.
1: I know,
0: but like I'll I'll take on and the quarterback and as opposed to what well, are going to And try they don't have like to spend money. Yeah, that's – oh, yeah. Listen, the Chargers are the type of organization where they wouldn't hire Belichick. They'd hire Steve Belichick, you know, just to say, well, we got a Belichick. It's just his son. Like, that's the way they operate. It's a, it's a cheapskate organization, which is what's ironic well, about the fact – Which is why that,
1: you probably wouldn't want to put that as number one. But
0: they've got the quarterback. I and don't that's, know that – but I don't know – Are you hating okay, on Justin l- l- I am not
2: hating on Justin Herbert. I just don't know that that is the best, the best opportunity. I mean, I, I think the Falcons – the Falcons and and I would say Pop- I mean, there's a couple. The Falcons, the Seahawks, and and actually, I think the Commanders. I think those are more attractive Commandos. jobs than uh, yeah than than the Chargers. I,
1: I I think it all depends on how you would play one of those games where like you know where you you either get this prize right here, a brand new car, or what's in this secret box. Yeah. It's like if you're the type of person that likes to pick anger. whatever's in the secret oh, box, God. like you're the type what? of person that probably <laughs> is, what? is looking at Atlanta, looking at the commandos, saying, Oh, I kind of like that better. Right? I because like, yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? Because like Jonas is the type that would just take the car right like you would take the Chargers.
2: Yeah, he you probably said would that take the Seattle other day when yeah. we said take take some punches from Mike Tyson or take the money like, take, yeah. take the money you taking the money it's
0: a million guaranteed yeah. or I'm going to sit and try and figure out if I can last after one punch at 500 grand I'll 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 take the million dollars more than one punch
2: right like you like you could take as many punches as you want. What's in the box? What's really in the Sam, box? I
1: really thought Sam was going to have that drop right up. What's in the
2: box? He's, yeah, he's yeah. not
1: on it. But you get my point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think there's What's two ways the of box? looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you had it. Um, I, I look at Seattle. I think as the the best situation in regards to if you look at the rest of the teams where there's openings, right? And now we have to throw New, New England into the list. Seattle's the only one that had a winning record this year. All the rest of them have losing records. And and so I I feel like you've got you know Witherspoon at cornerback. You've got Geno still under contract. Whether you want to commit to Geno or not, you don't have to because of the way the contract's structured. The offensive line is much improved. They have a a stable of running backs. So much talent at wide receiver. Defensively, they need to be improved. But there's some pieces there. So I, I kind of look at that and I go, well, that's the team where if you wanted to draft a quarterback, you could. Maybe not in the perfect spot to go get him, but you could. And you look at the what's created as far as the foundation, like you could go in right away and win in Seattle. And, and Pete Carroll had a track record of success there. I would put the Chargers next because of Herbert, but the cap situation, the ownership, that, that's, you know, to me, I think that's going to be a big struggle And then Atlanta and Washington, because you don't have the quarterback situation, but that allows you the freedom to figure that out. But you also have organizations now with new ownership in Washington and Arthur Blank at Atlanta, who has spent a buku's bunch of money in the past. You know they're going to spend, right? So they'll be able to address that situation. And and the Atlanta defense was much improved this year. And then finally, I think you look at the Titans, and then Carolina is last. And I would put New England somewhere after Washington. Mostly because it's going to take a roster overhaul, it's going to take a, a willingness for Robert Kraft to put a lot of money into it, and, and that's a I think a kind of a big time concern if he's willing to do that and, and what that looks like transitioning from Bill Belichick to whether it's Mayo Vrabel or whoever's next. I
2: think Mayo makes the most sense just because he he understands the you know the terrain there. Yeah, you know, he's he's in it. Like right. I, I know Vrabel would be a great you know addition to come back and be that guy but you know New England strikes me as the type of organization we we've just gushed about how much winning has taken place there you know once you've won like that and you've built that type of of expectation and standard you'd have to assume there's probably going to be a lot of you know hurdles that you have to clear in order to to have almost like a clear path to just go for for the finish line, so I think it has to be somebody who understands that culture that would be the best fit for for New England at least for now until you get years removed from what Bill Belichick built in terms of the the obviously the the DNA and
0: and and you know.
2: The identity of that team, but
0: you know what I was thinking about, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt, but oh. well, the conversation with Belichick, so when people point to, yeah, but since Brady left, you know he hasn't done this yet, it's almost like a lot of people will focus on. What they were after Tom Brady left, as a critique on Belichick, instead of complimenting him for the fact that he was he the guy, him. yeah, who who identified Tom him. Brady after giving a hundred million dollar contract to to Drew Bledsoe as, oh no, that's the quarterback we want. It's almost like we forget wow. about I mean, how how everything started I mean. and focus on how it ended.
1: I mean, look, they other people have said this, and this isn't like being controversial, okay. They waited for the sixth round to take him, and then they actually, I think, had a, a, another selection before Tom in the sixth round. Like, yes, they liked him, but they passed up on him a number of times. So yeah, they get credit for it, and everyone who was a part of that will take credit for it. But the reality is, if they liked him that much, why the wait to the sixth round?
2: Yeah. See, to me, I look at it
0: the 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 no, idea no one, that no is. one wants
1: to call it luck. That's really what it was. They lucked into Tom Brady. I mean, now Bill, they created Bill an Pullian, atmosphere. Bill
0: Polian said he had a first-round grade on Tom Brady. Yeah, if, well, know. they didn't take yeah. him. Right, yeah, they didn't so, take him sure. I,
2: Everybody passed on him, and that's why I go more to the idea of development. Right, I mean, he got an opportunity to be developed. Well, and, and not even and,
1: that. Like they were already a Super Bowl contending team with the, what they they were.
2: And so they, and th- that's the quite, biggest thing
1: is he entered into a situation where it was ripe for a guy to come in and play and continue to grow. And if he played well enough, they'd be able to win games. And he, and he did.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess you got to say there was some luck involved because of how good Tom ended up being. But the bottom line is they did take him. And he did develop into that. And that was on Bill Belichick's watch. No one will ever be able to diminish or take that from him. You know, it just is what it is. But it, I, I, I just say finally, in terms of the coach's carousel, seeing what what Jim Harbaugh accomplished this year what what does that look like you'd have to assume he's the biggest brand coach out there right the the probably what I would say the most successful that you would want to have come into your your organization at this point he's done it at the college level now he made it to a Super Bowl in the pro level. Now, if you throw Belichick into that conversation, that's different. Pete Carroll's not going to be in the conversation because he, he – I mean, it doesn't sound like he's going to go take another coaching job. So Bill Belichick would be the only other high-profile guy that's, that's – well, you know, I guess Quinn. Quinn would be in the conversation. But, uh, I mean – I mean, you don't you have to look at – if you're Michigan, you got to – you got to accept the fact that he's he's gone. Like the more coaching vacancies that come available, the more it becomes evident that that Harbaugh is going to be an NFL coach next year. That's that's at least that's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, that would be my bet. But you know we will see. I mean he's going to have plenty of good options. I know that. That's for sure. Plenty of good
2: options. I'll tell you what Harbaugh isn't a a New England guy, but I'll say this that guy certainly could be some new england material some yeah, right. some some new england type of uh personality there and you know what else is is good um silk yeah you know, so silk, silk is is really good it's you plenty know plenty good i'm i'm doing that silk fill plenty good challenge by the way filling the plenty good and by making silk almond part of your breakfast well you could join me you could win free breakfast for life that's right. Free breakfast for life. And if you sign up and incorporate silk into your breakfast for seven days, you also could win uh free breakfast for up to a year. So, listen, terms apply. No purchases, uh, no purchase necessary. And you can visit challenge dot silk dot com really is some good, good, uh, you know, good shakes and good smoothies that come oh, yeah. from that silk, man, I tell you.
0: It is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next here, we will pay tribute to wild card teams in the NFL playoffs, never done before here on the show, and we'll do it right here next on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. .com/sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, here from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to continue the discussion. A lot of movement. A lot of breaking news that is happening over the past less than 24 hours, actually. Bill Belichick and the Patriots parting ways, as we discussed earlier this hour. Uh, We're also going to get into uh, a potential replacement for one of these big jobs that opened up here. Again, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. A reminder that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you missed any of today's show, including an appearance from Chevy Chase earlier in the show. (laughs) Just check out the podcast, search two pros wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, search two pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. All right, so Brady Quinn had an idea that he threw out earlier in the week called Pick a Card Any Card. Now, are we picking one you from seems
2: like a pick a card, any card type of dude yeah. too? You know card tricks. You know, you know card
0: tricks. No, I don't. I don't know any.
2: <clears throat> See, I would think Zero. that you would know card tricks, but that sucks. Maybe you should learn some. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know one. Well, what's that? Well, I can't. Do you really know it? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I
1: know. Is that one? the fifty-two card pickup? That one? No,
0: it's not. Oh, but that's yeah. a great one, though. Yeah. Um, but you are we doing one in the AFC, one in the NFC, or just one period? Wild card? one. Okay, so one period. Wild yeah. card team. You have to pick. To but make it to the Super
1: we have to be able to have a randomized order. So, however, we want Lee to do this, we have to randomize it. So, like, no one, you know, whoever gets first pick, it's not like because Lee would obviously give you the first pick, Jonas. That's Of not
0: course, true. he would. That's, if you know Lee, he'd give LeVar the first pick. That's for sure. No, that's not true. If nope. I was a woman and I was LeVar, <laughs> yeah.
2: he would give me the first <laughs> not,
0: pick. And not only that, Brady and I wouldn't even get a pick. Yeah, well, that's true. He'd give me if the second and the side and third.
2: That is, that is correct. Hey,
0: tag me yeah. in. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Staying with Lavar. Uh, um, <laughs> all right, so Leah, uh, how do you want to do this? Do we want to? Uh, what, uh, what are the options here? Do well, well I got to bust out the big
2: wheel and spin the wheel to all see right. who goes first. So all here we right. go. That's still going to go to Jonas. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here
0: we and go. And it lands on Brady. Brady. Gets to yeah. Oh hell yeah! I'm sure. What's it does. up? Yes. What's up? What up?
1: Uh, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills.
2: Damn, all right, That's we got to give one. another spin. And this one lands on Lavar. That's right, All buddy. Right. Yeah, you go last. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Chiefs. Well, they're not a wild card team. Dang. All right. I'm going to go. Are the Dolphins wild card? No, really? I'll go Dolphins. All right. I'll go Dolphins. All right. And, uh, yeah, just, can that we just, need can to, can to, at least hear
0: the spinning
1: wheel? Yeah, we, can, like, we can spin it
2: here for what you. What a bunch look. of crap, man.
1: Well, wait a second. Hold on, just, hold, on, hold on, What do you mean? Because the
2: Bills aren't a, a
0: yeah, wild Bills aren't card a wild card
1: either. team. We're just picking teams of wild card weekend.
0: Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about wild card teams. Oh, in that no. case, I'm ready to rock. So
2: hold go on. go, back, LeVar, to yeah, LeVar LeVar go back to the Chiefs. Yeah, give Levar go back to the Chiefs. Yeah, I got you. I'm glad you said it, Q, because I wasn't going to say it. But you know, oh, it yeah, is I'll, 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 I'll hold uh, myself accountable. All a right,
0: all right, Jonas. With that said, who do you got? As them, your the, cards. Card <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. We're in the AFC, bro. No, no. no, no. An, 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 it's, a, it's all level. All the wild card weekend. Oh, okay. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys. That was my team to win the Super Bowl before the okay. year. All right. I'm going to stay true to my pick, nice. and okay. I will take the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. All right. All right. Which, by the way, Good. I don't think that game against the Packers is going to be close. I think Buffalo is going to blow out Miami. I think the Packers are going to upset or, or, uh, the, the Kansas Cowboys. Kansas City's going to blow out Miami, yeah. and I think the Bills are going to blow out. Uh, who the Bills got to get? Why am I struggling on this? The Steelers, uh, the Pittsburgh? Yeah, Pittsburgh's going to get blown out in that game.
1: But, really, with yeah. 50 mile an hour wind gusts. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no I think way. that's going to be They're a struggle
0: to
2: get that one. And your boys are going home. The Pack the Pack are going to shock the world. Jordan Love, he starts. He's he, he starts to put his name in, in uh, books after this game.
0: You know what I'm uh, becomes
2: mainstream. Uh, starting
0: star. to lean towards Tampa
2: Bay beating Philly, and I don't know why. Because Philly is not in a good place. They're not like stable right now, and and nobody's really saying why they're not. Nobody's talking not? about why they're not. Why do you think they're not? Uh, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Yeah,
1: I'll put it this way. I think that team
2: <laughs> misses both coordinators that moved on. That's probably it. That's probably it. 100 percent
0: Hit me again.
2: Hittin', double down. I'm doubling down on this. Is Lee and Eddie and everyone else gonna partake too? Yeah,
0: yeah. Eddie, you wanna pick a team from uh, from Wildcar Weekend to make a Super Bowl run?
1: Uh sure. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Uh, let's go with the Buffalo Bills been picked?
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh crap. There's <laughs> not a lot of great uh, options left, No. That's not true. Uh
1: let's go, go with it. the uh
0: the Lions, the Lions,
2: you know. Dallas Cowboys. Packers. Oh. oh, I already great. picked. I Detroit yeah, he's Lions. On my book. <laughs> uh, Detroit.
1: Oh, 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 oh.